I've got a reputation for talking about rest for better or for worse and that is not what I want to do today. I do think it's really important that we be a people that show our society how to rest in a distinctively different way, um, in a way that the Bible teaches us. But today I want to talk about work because actually we're told to rest one day and work six days. And if we don't get those six days right, it affects how we do that one day. And that one day, if we don't get that right, affects our six days. They're all interlinked and we need to think about both. And uh, I was looking at Paul. Paul was a tent maker. He literally, for his um, income, um, he worked as someone who made tents. And he told us to do everything for the glory of God. And I believe he was someone who um, practiced what he preached. So how would you make a tent to glorify God, where you would make a good tent. And um, so the first thing I want to say when it comes to working is how can we do the things we do in a way that glorifies God? Whether we are retired, whether we are stay-at-home parents or carers, whether we work full-time, whether we work part-time, whatever we do, we fill our days with something. What is it that we fill our days with? And does it glorify God? Does the way that we do it, do we do it well? and do it to the glory of God. And what we do are the things that we fill our days with. Are they things that would glorify God, whether it be things that we create with our minds, whether it be things we make with our hands, whether it be um, the relationships we invest in, the people we nurture, are they glorifying God? So that's the first thing to think about. The second thing to think about is that Paul, when he wrote his letters and the people that he mentioned, quite a few of them, were also tent makers. And so he obviously had a relationship with the people he worked with. And I wonder how our relationships are with the people that we work with or the people that we see as we are working, whether it be that we are gardening and chatting to our neighbors, whether it be that we are working and we're chatting to our colleagues or to our students, whether it be our kids that we are nurturing and bringing up, whether it be fellow parents that we see. Whatever it might be, how are our relationships with those people? Are they relationships that cause those people to say, I want to come along with you for more than just this work. I want to be um, involved in the rest of your life as well. Are, they in, are we inviting those people into more than just our work? Do they feel that they could come alongside us in our community, in our community of people that follow Jesus? Do they want to join us? Are we encouraging them and enabling them to come alongside, to join us in all of that? Are we explaining? Are we having helpful conversations? Whatever it might be, it might be tiny little things that cause them to question things. It might be the example that we set in the way that we do our work. It might be in something dramatic, but it might not be. But over time, are we committed to those relationships with the people that we do life with on those six days where we're working, whatever it is that we are filling those days with, those people that we interact with, whether it be the cashier um, down the road at the shop, whatever it might be, are those relationships something that would glorify God? And then thirdly, Paul was someone who was a tent maker, but he also invested a lot of time into gathering with other Christians, into investing into those relationships, into teaching, equipping, um, and just being with those people. Are we people 
that are working at our relationships with other Christians, at encouraging other people, at being there for them, at being someone who is just there, that is reliable to be there with a smile on our face that makes all the difference to the other Christians around us, that encourages them to then do good work. Whether it be recently, I've loved seeing people at the live streams afterwards, just chatting with them out on the road. And it's not always something significant. Sometimes there's something deep and meaningful, but a lot of the time it's surface things. It's a bit of banter. It's a bit of encouragement. It's a smile. Someone who just smiles at me as I pass by. And it's so encouraging to see people in the flesh. And that's been difficult over the past year. And we found creative ways to um, continue to gather and to create a sense of community, but it's not been easy. But we can do it again now. So let me encourage you to follow Paul's example, to invest time into gathering with other Christians, whether it be recommitting to a small group and saying, actually, I'm going to be there week on, week out. However busy I am, that is a priority. I'm going to invest in that group. Whether it be saying, I'm going to go along to a live stream, even though it's easier to watch it at home. I'm going to go along because I want to invest in these other people who love Jesus. Whether it be saying, I want to join a small group because I wasn't part of one before, but actually I want to invest in this community. Whatever it might be, let me encourage you to get alongside other people Christians and to encourage them. And then lastly, um, we wouldn't do any of this in a distinctively different way, in a biblical, in a Christian way that stands out as different and as something attractive to society if we weren't um, being molded by something different. And so let me encourage us all to work at being people that are grounded in God's word, that are digging deep. And again, this has been something that's been difficult over the last year. And I hold my hands up that often I have felt like I've been scratching the surface and not going as deep. It's been more difficult to engage in that way. But as we go forward, let's recommit. Let's be a people that work at getting drenched with God's word, that look at how it applies to our daily lives, that make decisions based on it, that read it regularly, that chat about it with friends, that study it with a small group, that listen to Donald's sermons, whether it be on YouTube for now or as we come back together as services, come and listen and apply it to our lives. Be a people that are being molded and that are transforming into something that is kingdom-like, God's kingdom come on earth. Let's be a people that are molded by that and that are working towards that. It's so lovely to be able to do that in person again. I met up with someone for coffee this morning and we just read a bit of the Bible and chatted about it. Nothing that needed a theology degree, but just talking about what stood out to us, talking about what sounded a bit funny, talking also about how that will affect how I do my life this week and what I see as important, what my priorities are based on what I've read in God's word. It's such an important thing and we wanna recommit to that as well. So let's be a people that are distinctively different by being influenced by God and his word and that through that, we glorify God in everything we do, in the work that we do, how we do it and what we do and also our relationships with people who don't know Jesus and with people who do know Jesus and how we encourage them. Let's be a people that are distinctively different in our rest, but in our work as well through all the seven days of the week.